0: Reach God, reach God, reach God. All right. So, it's been a wild couple days. It's your boy Ant Live reporting from the 609 as always. Back at you with another episode of Reach God. So, here we go, right? The Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals are in the Super Bowl, right? And for somebody like me, right, this is where... Being cautious and, you know, being scared. And, you know, the term scared money don't make money. Well, my scared money for two years in a row has made me zero dollars. Zero. Zero dollars my scared money has made me. And I'm going to explain, right? Last year, wild card team, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I was telling all my friends, all my buddies, all my pals, everyone that I talk sports with. The Buccaneers are going to win the Super Bowl. The odds for them to win the Super Bowl were the lowest out of all the teams in the playoffs, right? <clears throat> I'm like, hey, I about i throw $20, $50 on the Bucks, right? Bet would only probably pay it out about three to four to five hundred dollars, regardless of the fact that I did not take the bet and the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl last year. Now this year my bet still has remains to be seen. Right. But even for the Bengals to get to the AFC championship game and to win the AFC championship game, the odds were probably crazy. Right. I knew that once the Bengals got in the playoffs, they were going to the Super Bowl. And here they are. And I know you guys are like, well, wait a minute. Aren't you a Pittsburgh fan? How are you a Pittsburgh fan? rooting for?" Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm gonna stop you guys right there. I never said I was rooting for the Bengals. Right. But I. Uh, Part of what I do on this show is talk sports and be a realist and talk reality, right? Reality is, I thought that the Bengals could win any type of football game. You see the offense they got, offensive weapons. If you want to talk about a trio of wide receivers, I don't think any team in the NFL even comes close to what the Bengals have. And you could say the Bucks, but they just lost Antonio Brown, and now you got Godwin. And now you got Evans, and then who's your third? Because we all know that Gronk's going to pretty much retire now. You know what I'm saying? And he's not really a receiver. So, as far as threesomes go, you can go the Cowboys route. Who they got? Gallup, uh, Cooper, and Lamb. But no, I'll take Boyd, Higgins, and Chase over that. Um, Now we're talking about trios, not duos. Trios, right? And the Bengals have shown that they can win any style of football game, whether it's high scoring, whether it's low scoring, whether their offensive line gives up 10 sacks, whether their offensive line gives up no sacks, whether they got to run the ball, whether they got to throw the ball, whether it's got to be a defensive turnover game. They have showed they can win any style of game. I mean, they were losing twenty-one to three. If everybody was watching that game, and I'm not even gonna lie, like I, I gotta, I gotta maybe evolve my show into a live YouTube show, you know. Once you know, I get further into it. However, because I'm gonna show you guys a text message, right? Because I know a Bengals fan. I know one Bengals fan, and it happens to be one of my close, close friends, right? And I'm texting him throughout the game. And the beginning of the game, I'm like, yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm really confused on the. The defensive plan you guys got going on right now. Like, I, I'm not sure. I mean, everything just looks so easy for the Chiefs. <clears throat> and it was. I mean, it was 21-3 before you could blink an eye, right? And his response was, Yeah, I don't know what we're doing. And he said it's about to be smack city. And I'm like, nah, chill. Y'all got comebacks on y'all resume, right? And he's like, not in this setting, and I just left it alone, right? And then what do you know? Bengals reel off 24 unanswered points. Patrick Mahomes has arguably his worst half of football in his very young career. Because we won't say career as if it's like, like dude's got at least nine to, 10 more super, 9 to 10 more playoff appearances in him. So we're going to say in his young career, that was the worst half of football we've almost ever seen. He kind of looked like Ryan Tannehill that game. That half, I'm not sure what happened. I'm not sure if he got arrogant, if he got cocky. I'm not sure what that was, but that that the the first half to the second half looked like two different quarterbacks playing, right? But that's not a credit. That's not that's not to discredit the Bengals. The Bengals won the game. The storyline is not the Chiefs lost the game. The storyline is the Bengals won it. The Bengals won it. Now, on the opposite side of things, on the NFC side, I'm not going to lie. I did think that the 49ers were going to win that game. I did. And watching the game, the 49ers were the better team for all of about five minutes of the game. You cannot lose a game like that. And everybody wants to run Jimmy G out of town and say, oh, it's on Jimmy G. Now, one thing I will say is, one, there was a dropped Interception where the ball was thrown directly in the breadbasket of Jacques Tart. I mean, directly in the breadbasket. And he dropped it. And your argument is, oh, well, that's why he plays defense because he can't catch it. And, well, I get that, right? But you got to make that play. You make that play. You're up. You're already up. There's about eight minutes to go in the game. You get to at least extend your lead to six. You know, cause you'd be about 20 20 yards within field goal range. They already know you. You guys already know they cannot stop your offense. You drop that ball. Now the Jimmy G interception was bad. I mean, but at that point he had no choice but to try to move the ball down the field. I mean, he had he had he had to get at least in field goal range. He had to move the ball down the field. Oh, get Jimmy G out of town. He's a choker. He's a... no, 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 no. no. I'm not buying the whole Jimmy G is a choker thing for one bit. Look at the dude's win-loss record. Look at what he's accomplished. And I guarantee, whatever team he goes to next season, even if it's the Steelers, he has a successful year. He makes the playoffs. And I guarantee he even wins a playoff game or two. Right? And your argument is, oh, well, if that's all you're going to be is a playoff quarterback that wins a couple playoff games... I mean, we'll look at some of the guys in the Hall of Fame that aren't that. You know? Like, there's guys in the Hall of Fame that haven't won a Super Bowl. That don't have a great playoff record. Um, A.K.A. Donovan McNabb. I mean, what's his playoff record? Not great. Not great at all. I think he's like 0-4 in conference championship games. I mean, even look at Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> look at his playoff record. I mean, I'm pretty sure his win-loss is... I think he's maybe about fourteen and eleven or something like that. But he's 0 and 6, 0 and 5 against one team. He's 0 and 3 in the last three conference championships. So I don't want to hear all that, oh Jimmy G is a choker. No. If he only goes to a team and they only win a couple playoff games and they get bounced every year. That's a competitive football team. Now, do you want a quarterback that's going to get you over the edge? I do believe so. And I do think that a change of scenery will do Jimmy G well. I wouldn't mind him in Pittsburgh. I wouldn't. But I would like Jimmy G to go to a situation like, I like Jimmy G on Tennessee, where he can be a game manager. Because you got to think about the style of play that Jimmy G has. Okay? He's not, he's not going to drop back and throw the ball 40 times and have 450 yards, five touchdowns, one No. Rating, 112. No. No, 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 no. Jimmy G is way more of the, I'm going to drop back 20 times, 20 to 25 times a game. I might only complete about 14 to 16 passes. I may only have 175 to 200 yards. And I may only have one touchdown, maybe two. And I may scramble around for about 15 yards here or there, you know, just to, you know, play breaks down, you know, just to show you guys that I'm not a statue. So I like Jimmy G. I love Jimmy G on Tennessee. I like Jimmy G on Denver. Um, I like Jimmy G in New Orleans. All of those three teams, he would have to go there and not do that much. You get Michael Thomas back for the Saints, you got Alvin Kamara. Run the ball. You got one of the best slant runners in the the league with the best hands in the league. Some of the best hands. Get him back healthy. Oh, so you're either handing the ball off or you're throwing a five-yard slant. How easy is that? Same thing with Denver. You got a two-headed monster in the backfield. You got receivers all over the place. Tennessee, you got the best running back in the league. You can control the clock. He needs to go to a team like that. And even on the Steelers, I mean, Najee Harris finished fourth in the league in rushing yards. I mean, you you, you can run the ball there. You know, you got receivers there that can catch, that can make plays in space. You got a tight end, a reliable tight end who's going to be a stud. Mark my words, Pat Firemouth will be a stud next season. He will probably be a top seven to eight tight end next year in fantasy. But yeah, I I thought that the 49ers were were, were going to win that game, right? And that's not taking anything from the Rams for actually winning the game. Because it seemed like Matt Stafford wanted to Matt Stafford. He wanted to lose the game. He wanted to fall short in the big moment. He wanted to do that. But Jimmy G was like, no, 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 no. The 49ers were like, no, 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 no. Tart was like, no, no, no. We don't want the moment. We're not ready for the moment, Right. And maybe you can always say, oh, maybe they did that on purpose or maybe there's a little bit, you know, because if Jimmy G would have got to the Super Bowl, then what would they do with Trey Lant? No, no, no. I don't want to hear any of that. Like, there's none of that going on. Kyle Shanahan is a great coach with a lot of integrity. So I'm not buying the whole they might have lost on purpose because they didn't want to see Jimmy G go to the Super Bowl. The freak out of here. Everybody wants to go to the damn Super Bowl. You ask... 30 teams in the NFL would they rather be sitting home right now or be preparing for a Super Bowl game and everyone but 30 and every one of them will say yes. And the one that does it needs to be fired and drug tested the next hour after they say it. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't uh, There's not really much to take from the Rams game, but I will get into Matthew Stafford. Thing now, now Matthew Stafford. If you guys looked at my tweet and like I said, follow me on Twitter at Sports Bars. Um, you guys don't know, you can f- just type in my name. It's Anthony Leary on Twitter, and I should pop up. You'll see a picture of a guy with a beard, wearing glasses, and a gray hoodie. Yeah, that's me. Um, I posted a tweet and I said, "Now I'll be the one to say it. You guys won't, but Matt Stafford has now equaled Jared Goff." And then i put in parentheses for all you idiots out there who are in your mind saying, equaled? He's so much better than... No, 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 no. I did not mean equaled as far as talent-wise. I mean, because talent-wise, we all know that Matt Stafford is a more talented quarterback than Jared Goff. It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is he has now equaled Jared Goff in the fact that he got the Rams to the Super Bowl. And everybody wants to ignore that one fact. Oh, Jared Goff got him to the Super Bowl, but he didn't win it. Well, Matt Stafford has to win the Super Bowl. He has to win the Super Bowl. That's literally the only way this trade comes to fruition. And I'm not saying that it's going to be a bad trade and it's going to go down as historically bad trade because they'll win a bunch of games. They'll, they'll have a bunch of crazy numbers. They'll have the number one offense and probably the top three defense in the league every single year that Matt Stafford and OBJ and all that group. But if they're not winning Super Bowls, numbers are going to be very misleading. They're going to be extremely misleading, right? So Matt Stafford has to win that Super Bowl. And if I'm a betting man, I'm not betting on Matt Stafford and the Rams. I'm sorry. I'm just not. I'm not. I'm betting on the team that's more hot, the team that has less to lose, has less pressure. You know the pressure on the Rams right now? You know their next freaking draft pick is in, like, I think I said last show, like five years from now? Are you kidding me? No, the Rams got a small window. They have about two to three years to win this Super Bowl or that trade isn't going to look as great as it does now, especially if he doesn't win any MVPs, because, you know, he ain't winning it this year. So if he comes to a team and puts up a whole bunch of numbers and they win a whole lot of games and they keep getting bounced in the playoffs, then what are you? You're just Derrick golf 2.0. That's all you are. You're just a better version of Jared golf who could just put up more numbers. Jared golf was a game manager. Now you've got a gunslinger. Both of them lose the big game, though. No. Got to win the big game. So I'm going to give you guys a final score prediction, and then I'm going to let you guys go. So, like I said, if I'm a betting man, I'm picking the Cincinnati Bengals. I do think it'll be a tight game, though. I mean, I could actually see it coming down to another field goal, right? But I'm not going to take a field goal. I'm going to say the game ends up 31-27 to Cincinnati. And I got Joe Burrow as winning the Super Bowl MVP. So, yeah, like I said, you know, short and sweet on this episode, just wanted to talk to you guys about the Super Bowl, give some quick thoughts on it. Again, I appreciate everybody that listens and I'll give you guys another video or another audio pretty soon. Um, in the next couple days, uh, I'll address the Brian Flores situation and I'll, you know, I'll touch on that. But thank you guys. And I appreciate it. I'm out.